Hello and welcome to the Empowered Hormone Podcast, where we pull apart all those taboo topics, periods, parasites, poos, hormones and more. Let's question everything you've been taught about your body. I'm your host, Sheridan Decker, a gin-loving gut health nerd passionate about debunking myths on birth control, period pain and IBS. If you struggle with bloating or your period is less than pretty, then join me as we chat about everything relating to gut and hormone health. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Empowered Hormone Podcast. This episode is sponsored by my 7-Day Beat the Bloat Challenge. So ladies, if you want the tips, tricks and recipes to get you from bloated to beautiful, jump to the show notes and register now. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Empowered Hormone Podcast. Today I have the privilege of speaking to Dr. Carla Atkinson, a functional health practitioner of, I'm going to say this wrong, mum mumpreneurs mum yes. mum cross entrepreneurs that's that's her zone of genius but she works then on that uh she's also a integrative holistic healer and a mama to identical twin boys now carla and me yeah we go back we've been friends for oh i almost want to say a couple of years now but i don't know if that's been too generous <laughs> um, oh, I think it'd be close to because yeah, yeah, yeah close I to reckon both sort of studied functional diagnostic nutrition sort of that functional health space. Uh, Carla is passionate about researching, learning, growing, developing into her best self. So she empowers burnt out, overwhelmed mumpreneur clients, helping them achieve optimal health so they can radiate from within and truly thrive in business and family life. So I love what Carla does. I think it's so, so important. I don't speak from experience as a mum, but when I work with women or talk to mums, I know that trying to find that balance um, with business, with family, all those things is a massive pain point for them. Uh, Carla's really passionate about our health, being our wealth. And as we all know, when we feel good from the inside, we can achieve anything. So today we're educating and empowering new mamas to find balance with their body, mind and self. As Carla will speak about, being a new mum can be hard. And often there is that loss of self. There is a lot of overwhelm. There might be lack of balance. And as we know, for mums or not mums, the all too familiar burnout. So thank you, Carla, for being here today, for taking some time out to have a chat to me away from your busy mum and busy business. <laughs> yes, no, my pleasure. It's nice to come on here and support you in what your new venture. It's amazing what you're doing. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Um, so let's let's get the ball rolling so tell me a little bit about you and a bit about your business or what it is you do okay so um, my business is a core health clinic by Dr Carla Atkinson and I'm based um, on Kalown, in Kalounda on the Sunshine Coast in Australia um, so I have a bit of a multi-modality clinic a few of different skills up my sleeve um, and I've got more of a hands-on side where I do uh, remedial massage work but not the sort of standard remedial massage. I work with, I'm a Reiki master and a theta healer as well. And I work with aromatherapy and crystals. So my massages are very intuitive and balancing, chakra balancing for the body and really understanding that 
often pains are just manifestations of blocked emotions in the body yeah, um, and helping my clients understand that. So the massage component particularly, how long have you been doing that for? Oh, I think it must be it's definitely over six years now for oh, massage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Reiki as well. Yeah, Reiki I've been doing for three years um, and I just did my master's at the end of last year for yeah. Reiki Master. And yeah. then theatre is like a new thing, but it's um, absolutely amazing. Like just, um, yeah, being very scientific. I've done my PhD in marine neuroscience um, and so academic basing, but then totally understanding the quantum physics and the mindset side of things and emotions and the often is that the missing piece I find with, with certainly with myself, um, but also with my clients that that mindset, when that's not right, when you're giving that self negative talk, um, yeah, it can manifest in, like I said, in pains through that can address through massage, but as well through all the functional health side of. What made um, you transition from that real scientific marine basis through to massage? Because obviously you studied university, the marine stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Done undergrads, masters, joint honors, PhD, and um, yeah. But just literally through my own struggle and trying to find answers, and being a research scientist that's all you do, you research stuff. So I'm just like used to trawling the internet, trying to figure out things. I wasn't getting the answers through my GPs and doctors there. Um, they just wanted to put me on different drugs, which I was trying at the time, different antibiotics and things that a lot of gut parasites and things. Um, and yeah, just a, a big depression kind of thing. I've had eating disorders as well. Um, so just not finding answers and then trying to understand myself. That's a big thing for me. Um, it's just, why do I feel this way? My life looks amazing on paper. I've got all the right things. Why the hell aren't I happy? Like, why am I still suffering? Yeah. Um, and yeah, I'm not happy to just accept that. <laughs> I like to figure the, it out. What was the turning point for you when you went, like, when did you start getting better? Was it when you invested more time into the massage? Did that come about at the same time as the functional kind of testing stuff or... When was the turning point for your health? Um, to, it's been fairly gradual. And honestly, the biggest turnarounds have been when I've introduced this energetic side and really understanding my emotional body. Um, and yeah, I had scoliosis, which is why I went into the remedial massage. Um, and that kind of blended with that scientific background of understanding um, obviously the body's got pains and how can I release that pain? But then... Um, through like I had miscarriages, um, which were incredibly traumatic. And so many people go through that and just don't talk about it. Yeah, um, yeah. which is yeah, horrendous. But it's very, very common. And um I, I was very surprised to see how common it was, to be honest. Um, but yes, yeah, so certainly a massive trauma through there. And that's when I found Reiki. It was always something that I was interested in and heard about, and I'm intrigued by that kind of things, but I've never, I'm certainly not religious or anything like that. And yeah. um, so I've always been a bit skeptical, but then I'm, I'm not going to say I don't believe. <laughs> so I've just been open-minded and I like to think with anything in life, I'm very open-minded. I try to be um, 
very sort of diplomatic and understand both sides. And that's often where I can see both sides of lots of arguments and then I kind of sit in the middle. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. So, so when, just uh, Yeah. So you did the marine science stuff and you got into um, the Reiki and the massage and all this time while you were going through that, which is, I find is very common in this space of people like naturopaths, nutritionists, health coaches. We all have our own sort of personal story and we're helping others as we're learning and we're sort of working through this space so can you tell me a little bit about your story um since the birth of your twins so how old are your two boys now they're two and two months so we've hit that terrible two (laughs) (laughs) yeah which is it's absolutely amazing gosh I have never felt so much love in my heart at all like they're just phenomenal and but they're also really scary (laughs) when you think what the hell have I created like these are just well like oh my cousin had two sets of twins um oh two sets oh gosh they're only uh what are they like uh two years apart so I went and visited her in Tasmania and she had two two year olds and then two like six week year old babies and it was just it was it was nuts. I was like, women giving birth is, is one thing. Like, my hat's off to mums. But then to do twins, I'm like, you women are just yeah. incredible. But how did that, did that change your body? Did that change your health, having kids? Or was it before that you had more of your health issues? Um, I think it's a combination, as with everything with health, and it's always a whole combination of things. Um, I certainly, I went into my pregnancy having just um, got over a blastocystis hominis um, infection, which I'd suffered with for a couple of years, um, knowingly, um, and, and had sort of tried to treat with antibiotics without knowing things and then understanding a bit more about that and doing herbal protocols. So I was obviously somewhat depleted from having a parasite and gut yeah. problems and things and not getting the nutrients from my food. Um, and then obviously having a twin pregnancy, that's growing two humans. It's not just one. So that's going to be a massive strain on the body as well. I'm very, I'm very small. I'm only like 52 kilos. I'm, I'm very petite, always have been. And yes, I've had eating disorders as well, which also will have not been put me in the best sort of reserves, I guess. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I'm stubborn and want to do all the things as naturally as possible. So of course, breastfeeding two babies as well, simultaneously, um, and trying to make all the milk and, and they're big boys. Like my, my husband's, um, part Samoan. So he's a big guy and the boys are big and eat a lot. So lots of, um, yeah, lots of drain on my body from that. And I, it really, I guess around the eight to nine months after the lack of sleep, that sleep debt, um, the boys didn't sleep well at all. I got maximum of it would be average around three hours sleep uh, in sections. So you never get into that deep restorative sleep cycle um, and was really, really starting to suffer. And I'd went to the doctors and found my kidneys were slowing down. My emotional state was just, I was just shaking, um, really dizzy when, like, with the hyper, postural hypertension. So I'd be sitting down and getting up and being super dizzy because my adrenals were, were tanked, um, really exertion, like low iron, um, and just pretty much emotional. Everything was just heightened, like stress-wise and irritation-wise with my family as well, just um, trying to do, be in control of things and things not working and literally just that. So 
Um, these symptoms, how far after the birth were you struggling with these? Was this pretty much on set, like that you had a lot of the adrenal and the thyroid and the, the mental changes or? It was more, I got more aware around the eight to nine months. That's okay. when I really started. Cause you kind of just think, oh, it's just, you know, it's new babies, it's lack of sleep. You just put it all on that. And of course, I think I possibly had a bit of um, postnatal depression as well with the with my hormones just dropping super low. Like after pregnancy, they dropped to menopausal levels. Um, and sometimes they don't come back. They should come back the, within it 12 weeks. Um, and sometimes they don't. And that's when, you know, you need a bit more help. Uh, but yeah, I didn't want to go to the doctors because I haven't found the answers there. So I was trying to figure things out myself. And that's when I did the HTMA on myself. I thought I was at a point then I'm like, okay, I probably got to stop um, trying to push my body so much. I was trying to get every drop of milk out of me doing all of the lactation cookies and the herbs and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I was like, okay, I need to actually look at what's best for me and my boys right now and, and back off a bit and start to restore my body rather than keep depleting it. So before um, we jump into um, that mineral balance that, that you struggle with and you're going to talk about, for those listeners, because there's going to be heaps who don't know what uh, HTMA is, can you just, um, yeah, break that down a little bit for us? What what actually is a HTMA test? So HTMA stands for Hair Tissue Mineral Analysis. Um, and it's essentially, um, we take a bit of hair generally from the nape of the neck, um, so from the scalp, so it's like fresh growth, generally about four centimetres. So that gives us an average of the last four months of your life. And it's so much better than blood testing because blood is a transport medium. So it's often things are moving around, things are being pulled from different tissues. And we try, the body tries to keep the blood as constant as possible. So we don't get a lot, a lot from the blood, particularly with minerals when they are intracellular. So inside the cell, um, if you're looking at the blood, you're not going to get a good reading. So a good example there is with magnesium. Magnesium is 99% within the cell. So if we're just looking at that 1%, we're not going to get a good um, understanding of what's happening. So hair is a soft tissue, a cellular tissue, and that shows us, it gives us a good idea with many minerals, what's actually getting into the cells, what our body is able to use. Um, and what's fantastic about it is minerals are all interrelated. Um, we call minerals the spark plugs of the human body. They're needed for the body to function. Um, and a lot of them work in synergy. So working together to help each other. But in turn, at certain concentrations, the same minerals can work against each other. So an example there is with calcium. When calcium gets too high, it pushes magnesium out of the cell. Whereas before that, it actually they work together to, to absorb and you be used by the body. So with the HTMA, we can look at what particularly what your metabolism is doing, what the metabolic state is. Um, so how quickly you're burning through things. Um, we can look at your adrenal health, how fast or slow they are. Same with thyroid, how fast or slow that is. Um, we can also assess blood sugar. We can assess what the stomach acid may be, how your digestion system is, inflammation in the body, um, a bit about hormones as well, um, because we have copper and zinc that are linked to um, estrogen and testosterone. Um, so there's so much more. We can even look at heavy metal toxicities as well. So we don't always see them um, as well in initially, but as the body starts to balance, it naturally detoxes the metals and we start to see them change as well. So it's really 
everything like it's so much and that's why I I love it so much they're they're quite complex and like I'm not a guru at them like you but I think the biggest thing I learned and I always tell people straight away is when you do a HTMA don't just look at it and read it and be like oh I'm high in this or I'm low in that because so often we do that you know like if you've got a parasite it shows up on a on a comprehensive stool test then you're like okay I've got that's what I've got and that's how high it is but from my understanding with the HTMA, you can't look at it and just go, oh, like like the same magnesium, like you said, oh, well, that's high. I've got way too much magnesium. Therefore, you know, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. got too much. I'm deficient in something else. So the, yeah. is that right? They can be, they play off yeah. each other? Yeah, 100%. It's, um, it, you really need to understand the relationships between all the minerals. And that's, it's kind of had a bit of a bad rap in the past being like a bit of a, you know, quackery test, they call it. Um, and also because a lot of different labs treat the hair samples in different ways, which cause problems and issues with, with what the reading is. But there's two main labs um, in the world, at TEI and um, analytical research, that there's so much research with them. And it, even like mineral, mineral cores, and that's how they assess minerals in soils and things as well. So the, it's such an amazing well-established science um, that you can trust it. Uh, but yeah, you have to have a good understanding of, of the balance and understand the ratios. It's often not necessarily just how much you've got of something, it's how much you've got in relation to something else and what that ratio is as to how your body is, is benefiting or not benefiting, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so if you don't mind sharing, when you went and got your HTMA after you'd had the boys, like you said, eight, nine months, um, post-birth and you're going wow I'm struggling with a lot of things the GP hasn't given me the answers in the past it's not really giving me the answers now I'm gonna go run this HTMA what did it show to you did what what was your mineral balance what did it did it give you any answers yes it, it, it validated a lot of my emotions and feelings which I get massively with so many clients they're like oh thank goodness it's not me like this I can I can understand why I'm feeling this way and it's like oh yes now I can have a plan of action and something to do about it so big relief and um, so yeah for my profile um I had what we call four lows um which is the four main macro minerals which are calcium magnesium sodium and potassium and they were all well below the optimal range um, and these are the main sorry main minerals in the body um to help with your metabolism how it's going to be your adrenal health thyroid working and things like that so i was having my my adrenals were starting to slow my thyroid was starting to slow i had signs of iodine deficiency as well so that's obviously the thyroid and and iodine and my energy was low Um, and most importantly um, is the vitality ratio so this is the ratio between sodium and potassium and that was totally whacked like totally down um and when that happens i mean the vitality is obviously your ability to bounce back after things and you can you feel with follows as well that you you're doing all the right things but you're just not getting anywhere like i'm eating well i'm doing things i'm you know working out i'm moving my body i'm getting sleep now why is it not getting better and this is often because of this profile that's happened. So also a big a big one for me was allergies. And I had a lot more hay fever, yeah. which is amazing. So um, that's all, again, related to, to the minerals. So 
yeah, poor digestion as well, because then you're not going to be able to get the, the minerals that you do get from the foods that you have. Um, and yeah, everything made a, a lot of sense. Just Yeah, yeah. Just so yeah, you got some of those answers and you're like, okay, I don't have the ability to bounce back. Like things are obviously low. I do this poor digestion. I've got these allergies, which are frustrating me. Um, all, the, all those kind of things. So you had a bit of an overhaul. Then what did you do? How did you start bringing those minerals back into balance? Because I know that it's more than just, like we said, grabbing one supplement and loading up on that, thinking that we're deficient in something. What are some of the things that you did that actually made you start feeling better? Well, it is a lot to do with different types of foods. So you, knowing where you're low and how to get things, again, like I've mentioned before, it's that digestive system. So really making sure that the digestive system is working optimally, making sure that the liver health is there so that you can clear things properly. I was um, showed a lot of signs of copper toxicity as well, which is um, a lot to do with our emotional state. Um, and so that can kind of just clog up things. So we work a lot with it's just really balancing the body through all things. So like, like what you do as well, it's through nutrition, making sure that you're getting good rest, that you are moving your body, but not too much if adrenals are, are at play. Um, the tailored supplement protocols. So making sure that you're not just taking um, a multivitamin that might have things in there that's going to push different minerals out and make your situation worse. Um and making sure that you know you're having the right forms of these of these minerals as to what your issues are, what you're you're struggling with. So there's often different forms of different um, minerals, of zinc, zinc for one, that you you won't absorb certain amounts, and you will with other ones depending on what your situation is. Is, um, it, is hmm. it common to see toxicities of things like either copper or heavy metals or anything like that do you do you typically see them accumulating in people's bodies especially um like the copper one when we think about the pill or the iud or those kinds of things do women tend to accumulate this in their bodies absolutely massively um and it's a big um part of aging as well because it blocks up our lysosomes which help clean the bodies um and the toxins get stuck in here and if you're not got the good sodium potassium to help that cellular permeability things moving in and out you you know it, it, things just can't work properly um and yeah i see a lot of aluminium a lot of arsenic um, and a lot of mercury in so people. where do they come from? Where, where would we be collecting them from particularly? Um, it can often be from our water supply. Um, we, a lot of people drink tap water and that is literally the first thing that I say to anybody is like, you know, us, our bodies are at least 60% water, if not more. Um, and if you're not putting quality water in there, um, you, there's just so much in, in the system. We, we should be having spring water coming through the mountains, getting nicely mineralized and be nice and clean, not recycled and put all these bleaches and things in it. <laughs> so yeah, definitely hydration and water supply, a good sea salt. Um, I've been learning more about the salt, which is really good for adrenal health. Um, but a lot of people use pink Himalayan salt. Um, and most of that comes from Pakistan is incredibly high in heavy metals. Um, that's what actually gives it the colour. Um, and even I'm hearing now grey Celtic sea salt, which a lot of us have all been advocates for. Yeah, that's um, 
Yeah, it's it's high as well. So we're trying to say like kosher, white sea salt now um, because it doesn't have. And, and the big issue there is with iron. And a lot of people feel like they're low in iron, but it's similar with copper. You think that you're low, but you're actually actually toxic and it's bioavailable. So it's not being able to use by the body. Um, and there's so many different links between things that I could I could go off on many tangents with all that. Um, can you, but yeah. can you just repeat that salt thing because I think there's so many people and I am going yes. to link this into the show notes because I do think it is super important and I'll pop some stuff from Carla into that for you guys. But the salt one is huge because we used to get told like like we're having too much salt and da 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 like reduce your salt, yes. reduce your salt, and then we're realizing that that's kind of from our packaged foods, not natural salt in our foods. But then now we're saying more salt for your adrenals. Can you tell us why and again what type of salt we should be eating? Yeah. So um, with the table salt, that's literally sort of lab processed, just straight sodium chloride. So that's where that can cause the big imbalances and sodium can push a lot of different minerals out of cells in the body, particularly magnesium, which is needed for that, you know, not, not being anxious and being calm and things okay. and helping your body relax. Um, so having this, having the table salt, that's where the blood pressure issues, because obviously because it's involved um, with the movement of things in and out of cell, it can cause like fluid retention. So a lot of people suffer with like the fluid retention because they're not able to hydrate their cells properly. Um, and so we often say use good quality sea salt. And that's when Himalayan salt was all really big because it's high in minerals and we're supposed to be mineral deficient. Like, like I said, with the water, it's kind of been um, recycled so many times it's empty. And then all of our soils, of course, are being totally depleted with all the mass farming and things and agriculture that's going on. Um, so we feel like we need more minerals um, and we're taking these um, coloured salts, which are high in metals, um, which is then causing a more toxic situation and, and all that on cycle. Um, so, yes, even the grey Celtic sea salt um, I've heard is, is high in metals and it's particularly around that iron, um, toxic iron. Um, and so, yeah, now we recommend the kosher white sea salt um, to just, yeah, but it's good for the adrenal health because when we are stressed, the adrenals pump out sodium. Um, so when they get kind of this adrenal fatigue kind of phenomenon of whether it is or isn't adrenal fatigue is a whole other story. But um, yes. it, it essentially um, the, the adrenals are pumping out too much sodium and then that it, sodium will rise and we can see that often rise and it causes inflammation and etc and then when the adrenals get depleted the sodium drops back down again um and then all the issues that come with all of the yeah, minerals yeah. That it's so ready. if you're you know thinking for listeners out there if you're thinking oh, i've got some kind of adrenal imbalance or you know i feel like i've got adrenal fatigue i'm going to take Carla's suggestion get some good quality salt do, yep. Is it enough to just sprinkle a bit in our food or should we be taking it in a bit of warm water or is there some way that you recommend, you know, how much we should be having? Yeah, I, I salt all my water. So a really good thing, even just for energy, if you're low on energy, um, it's really good. I think everybody, hydration is key. Yeah, hydration is vibration and, and that helps the body working, particularly with all your bowel movements and things getting toxins out that way. Hydration is the big, big thing for health. So if you can get good quality water, 
um, and make sure about, I say about a quarter teaspoon of salt per liter of water. And you don't want it to be cold water because if you imagine that hitting your stomach when it's cold, like all the cells contract and it's not going to absorb anything. So I just use warm temperature, warm, sorry, room temperature water, but you can warm it slightly. Um, if you're going to eat, add a bit of lemon juice as well to stimulate that stomach acid and help with your digestion further. Um, but yeah, I salt all my water and use it on my food. You can use it freely. You don't need to be scared of that salt. It's not that isolated sodium. Yeah. Yeah. A, yeah. Wow. Wow. Well, that's, I am going to link that in because I do think that's super helpful for people. Um, well, we've covered heats today, a lot of information on hair, oh, HTMA testing, um, Carla's story, and yeah, just a bit of information. If you feel like, you know, you're a mum or, um, you're not a mum and you feel like you might be struggling with these imbalances or things. Um, following Carla on Instagram is awesome because she's got heaps of information on there, definitely about HMA, about copper, about minerals, about all these different things. You can flick her a message on there or jump to her website, which I will link in the show notes as well, because like I said, she's a gold mine of information. Um, and is there anything, if you could give, you know, one tip for new mums who feel who feel overwhelmed who feel strung out especially like we said that mum kitcheners those who are balancing business and family and just feel like there's so much going on if there is you know some bit of advice you could give them what what would that be um for definitely give yourself permission to have some time off and it's easy so many people tell you that and you think yeah yeah whatever but honestly, if you're just emptying your cup all the time, that you're no good to anybody. You need to have, and it, that doesn't mean go for a massage, have a facial. That means grab, you know, a few minutes at multiple times a day to yourself, um, whatever that means for you and however you can do that, whatever you enjoy um, and making sure that you do things that you enjoy and love and, and scheduling that in, um, remembering yourself. Yeah, val- value yourself and your self-worth for sure. Yeah, beautiful. I love that. And do you know what? The best way to value yourself and your self-worth would be to give yourself permission to book into Carla's new program (laughs) coming up because I have no doubt it's going to be amazing. So if you want more information on that, do just um, flick her a DM on Instagram or send her an email and have a look. It does um, start at the end of February, I believe. So it is going to be an eight-week program that goes over a HTMA analysis um, and I'm sure there'll be plenty of support from Carla on it because she's amazing like that. Is there anything you want to add about that program, Carla? Um, no, yeah, I'm hoping to roll it out there and if I can get my arse in gear and get on Instagram <laughs> amongst all the life of things. But um, yeah, it's it's literally, it's one-on-one with me but in a group format. So it's the mums all supporting themselves as well, but having me there and we work individually with the HTMA and if you want to share your results and things and discuss that with the other members, then great. But um, you've, all, you've got that one-on-one, but also that sort of support in the community as well, which I think is incredibly important for us mummers. We need um, that support. Yes, beautiful, awesome. Well, thank you again so much for being here today. I do really, really appreciate it. I appreciate your time. It was lovely to have a chat. And yeah, like I said, all Carla's information will be in the show notes. So please jump in, have a look. Stalker, she loves you. You hit it up on Instagram because that's her favourite spot. Not <laughs> juggling mum and boys and everything else. You, you're an amazing person. 
um, yeah, I'm so stoked to be in contact with you. Thank you, darling. Ditto. <laughs> Thank you for listening to another episode of the Empowered Hormone Podcast. If you know a female who needs some empowerment, please forward, repost, tag or share and let's get women talking. Let's get women talking.